Hey, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Nahmaduhu nasalli ala rasulihil kareem amma ba'd. We express our praise and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala and we seek blessings on the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the floor is yours. Um, so today I'll be finishing up Surah Al-Kahf and going over Ayat 99 to 110. Um, so to start with Ayat 99 to 101, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the day of judgment um, and the blowing of the horn and the gathering of people uh, in one area. He also talks about uh, Jahannam being exposed to the infidels. And then before the day of judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions um, infighting of Yajuj and Majuj. So one important um, thing from these ayat is the term Fajama'anahum. Um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses this word and that means then we shall gather them. And the them that is referred to here is all of creation. So human beings and jinns will be um, gathered on the plains of, resu- of resurrection on the day of judgment. Um, and then moving on to ayat 102 to 108. Um, in these ayat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about uh, Jahannam as entertainment for disbelievers and Jannah as entertainment for the believers. He also talks about the greatest losers being the people who, whose deeds do not count um, because they mocked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's signs, even though um, they did good deeds. So um, specifically in these ayat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to disbelievers um, taking Allah's servants as patrons. Um, the ayat says, Which means, do the disbelievers deem it fit to take my servants as patrons besides me? And over here, um, this is referring to people who um, might be taking angels or prophets as um, patrons. So um, at the time that this, these ayat were revealed, um, some Arabs used to worship angels and then some uh, Jews and Christians used to attribute godlike properties um, to certain prophets. And then in these ayat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also mentions al-akhsarina a'mala, so the greatest losers with respect to deeds. And um, these are people who put a lot of effort into their good deeds, but they don't count. And they don't count for uh, two main reasons. One being corruption in their belief, and two being hypocrisy. And specifically, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, which means, and we shall not assign to them any weight because of kufr and shirk. Um, So any sort of good deed that someone might do, if they sort of follow this line of hypocrisy, then um, those deeds aren't counted. And then there's a hadith that sort of um, backs this up. Um, I'm paraphrasing here, but basically um, the tall and the heavy man will not um, be worth the weight of a mosquito. In these ayat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also talks about Jannat al-Firdos for the believers. Um, Some scholars debate about the origins of the word al-Firdos. Some believe that it may, or some believe that it may not be of Arabic origin. Um, and then there's a hadith that says, whenever you ask for Jannah, you should ask for Jannah al because it is the highest rank of Jannah. It is located 
um, right below the throne of Rahman, where the streams of Jannah come from. So um, the moral of this is to um, sort of ask Allah subhanahu wa for the best of Jannah and hope that you are able to attain that level. And then Allah subhanahu wa also um, mentions the phrase, لا يبغون عنها حوالا. So uh, in reference to Jannah for those, um, the believers will not wish to move from there. So it'll be, um, it'll be such a great place to be that no one will ever want to leave that place. And then um, Ayat 109 to 110, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about, or he uses imagery of how boundless and endless um, the words of Allah are. And then there's a reminder to do righteous deeds and refrain from committing shirk. Um, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses the phrase, which means, and mustn't associate anyone in the worship of his Lord. And over here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to hidden shirk, which is hypocrisy. Um, there's two hadith um, that bring up wanting others to see your good deeds and doing good for that reason, which kind of falls under that category of hidden shirk. And so when people uh, do good deeds for the sake of showing off, their intentions become impure. And so um, they're not really counted as good deeds. And then another a word here that we can use to describe this kind of um, um, showing off for recognition is Ria. Okay. So uh, what do you think about this point about when you're praying, pray for the top level paradise rather than just praying for paradise? Um, I think it's kind of like saying you should hope for the best and you should always like remain optimistic, even if you think that you might not achieve it. Like you should always still have an optimistic outlook. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take that a step further to say that anytime we aspire to anything, even in our du'as, we should aspire for the top. And so for your du'as, uh, you should literally pray for the top level of paradise. Or if you're praying for an A, don't pray for just an A, pray for an A+. Plus. Yeah. And, and then translate that to how you also aspire to things in terms of dunya. You should aspire for the top. Of course, dunya doesn't compare to akhira, but uh, the point is that in all that you aspire for, you should aspire for the topmost position that can be attained. And so that creates a, a sentiment of ihsan and itqan, where you are seeking perfection and to be the best of the best. So as a, as a Muslim, that's what you should only keep aspiring to no matter what. And of course, you know, finishing off the points, like when you brought up Riyah, that uh, it should not, none of this should be for the sake of impressing other people. You should aspire for the best just to be the best as a creation of Allah. Or you should aspire to be the best in competition with anyone else in, in getting closer to Allah. Mm -hmm. so. Good. Any questions, thoughts, reflections? Um. Well, I, I kind of had a question about like when people 
do good deeds to like encourage others how I guess how can you make sure that you're not showing off and you're just trying to like encourage others to do good as well so that's one of Shaitan's tricks is that let's say you are about to donate some money to someone and then now you're wondering wait am I doing this for for a lot or am I doing this for my own showing off in that moment Shaitan wants you to get stuck because uh, if you're doing it for sure, then he wants you to do it. If you're not doing it for sure, he doesn't want you to not do it. And so just say Bismillah and do it. So if you're not sure if it is for Riyah, then say Bismillah and just do it. So it'll be okay. Any other questions? Um, not really, no. Recording.